Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Podcast, not another sports podcast. One of your hosts, Brandon, and my co host, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Yes, sir, and this is Jordan, and we've got our other co host back with us, Will. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, as always, I'm going to kick it off with something positive here. Um, My something positive for this week is. Shout out to the Braves. We didn't want 13 straight games at uh, National Park. Well, 14 in the series today. Let's go. Okay. Shout out to the Braves. What about you? Jordan? Oh, y'all went? No, I didn't. I thought it would make sense for you to go next. Oh, um, uh, shout out to my dad's birthday. He would have been 59 today. Um, shout out to the Braves. Keep winning. Um, that's pretty much it, I guess. Um, for me, my something positive of the week is. My little boy, my son. If you don't know, I have a I have a son named Zion. And lately me and his bond are it's better than anything in the world right now. So that's my positive. Yeah, sir. Um, I thought that the present will be um, more like you know, I want to shout out to my um, my family. Um, for keeping things tough and keeping things strong around the house. With that being said, we're going to kick it off um, with the weekly recap. The Suns did end up matching um, the offer that the Pacers gave. Give me a second, I'm pulling it up. Um, It was four years, $133 million. Basically, uh, Indiana offered... DeAndre Ayton that and then um, the way NBA max contracts work is the, the team you're with has an opportunity to match that contract. So um, DeAndre Ayton's coming back to Phoenix <laughs> next year as of right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's interesting. I, I still don't, I mean, at one point, they were saying he might come to the Hawks. I don't, I don't really see why, why, whatever. He's not the, the answer, but um, yeah. How y'all feel about this? Um, I think, I think it was expected. Suns was gonna let him leave for nothing, but they also was encouraging to see if he was gonna get a max contract from somebody. And I don't think DeAndre Ayton is the max player. Do I think he's a good player? Yeah. 
could he make one or two all-stars before the end of his career? Yeah, but that doesn't make you a max player. The same thing with Jalen Brunson. Um, and the Phoenix Suns were trying to see if somebody was going to pay him that. And the only team that was going to pay him that was the Pacers. But the Pacers wasn't too um, too keyed on getting him because they didn't put no clauses in the in the match off in the offer sheet to make the Phoenix Suns not want to match it. I mean, they don't want to give eight in the max, but if you only signing him for four years, one hundred thirty-three million, to put some causes in there, you could you could possibly end up still losing Aiton for them to get KD. But I just want Aiton, so um, I like it. I guess um, I'm not really a big fan of either team, um, but it does keep the core together that that I almost want to chip. So I mean, it's smart decision, I guess, on Phoenix. Um, hey man, I mean, I like it from the standpoint that they have their best chance to win. Um, I can't remember who said it first, so I guess I'll just give it to Shannon on this one. Shout out to the owners, they are able to convince you that the billionaires aren't the problem that the millionaires are the ones that are the selfish ones mm-hmm. like, it's both of them yeah I mean if KD says he wants to leave he's the problem but DeAndre Aiden can play out his contract granted the players collectively bargain for it but um, now if he doesn't want to play because he said that he wanted to go to Indiana and now um, the Suns say, no, you can't go because we want to use you as an asset. Don't want to use you to make our team better. We don't want to use you because we really want you. We just want to use you to trade you later. But all we keep uh, trying to figure out the answer for this all week. I mean, because it's, <laughs> it's wild. Like, it's more it's like always, a- it's always the player's fault. It's never ever the owner's fault. Whenever the owner's find a way to slime the players. It's just always oh, just business. But when the players do it, they're the selfish ones. And I mean, it's not just one player or one specific issue. I'm just saying we can go on and on about this all day. All I'm saying is... Owners doing two wrongs don't make a right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they both need to come down to an agreement because I feel like players should play out at least a, a percentage of their contract before they ask for a trade. I'm not saying they can't ask for a trade, but I don't think people want extensions and ask for trades. If you play out your Again, contract we go on and, and on you want to trade or something like that and they sign it and they match it or whatever, then you have to work it out. But I don't feel like you should just be forced. Like like the KD situation, and especially with Aiden. Aiden a restricted free agent. He can't do nothing anyway. I get that. Blake Griffin wasn't You know, so it's not like... Blake Griffin wanted to leave. It's not like he can't. It's not like... The Suns did anything wrong. He had made made it to restricted free agency, made it to restricted free agency. The pan, um, the Pacers offered a contract, and the Suns matched it. I don't think there's nothing wrong with neither side about that. And if Aiden asked for a trade, then that's reasonable. In that situation, they've done a great job. Again, not situation because he didn't sign the extension with the Suns. He signed it with the Pacers. The Suns just did good business. It, well, do that make sense, Jordan? Shout out to their PR man. <laughs> they done a great job. Uh, 
Huh? Shout out to their PR. They've done a great job. They've convinced people that the the um the millionaires are the problem. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, we're gonna move on to baseball. Um, the MLB's first half is almost up Sunday's uh, last game before the All Star break, and um. At this time, the AL West is being led by the Houston Astros. We're going to go division by division. Um, I don't really see anybody out there. I mean, the, the Mariners are really competing for a wild card spot because they're probably not going to come back in the division. But they have been on a roll. They're there. I think they're like 9-1 in their last eight. I mean, not last 10. Um, yeah. They won last night. They did. They did. They won, uh, they won 12 in a row. Uh, no, they won nine to one. So, the Mariners. Yes, they were just they just had an eleven game win streak. They won the game nine to one last night. Oh, um, did, did they win? I last thought you night? said nine, 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 nine. No, I'm sorry. I thought you said they won nine. Okay, in my mind, I thought you were saying they were nine and one in their last ten games because that's how I'm used to seeing it on ESPN. But now I'm with you. <laughs> that being said, uh, it's still Astros division of Lucas. I bet they got a baby though. Yeah, nah. Um, shout out to the Mariners. They've done what a lot of people thought that they would do coming into the um, into the season. Even though starting off the season, they didn't get to a hot start, but I mean, a lot of teams didn't get off to a hot start um, coming into the season. The Astros being one of them. The Braves. Um, so, yeah, the Angels were leading this division for a long time. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to the Mariners. They finally got it all together. Um, 12 straight. Okay. <laughs> Let me see. Um, but, yes, they've finally put it all together they've got the young pieces they finally got a rotation going together um i don't think they're gonna win this division but um that's not really the goal um, anymore in baseball um good bad or indifferent i don't really have an opinion on it but for me my goal is still to win the division and to try to be um, one of the top two seeds um that way we can avoid that three-game playoff. But uh, not every team has the same makeup and ability to go out and do that. So shout out to the both the Astros and the Mariners for um, doing what they needed to do. The Angels, unfortunately, they haven't. I don't really have a lot to say about them because I don't know what's wrong with them. Uh, Mike Trout has been up and down this year. He's going to keep on and he's not going to be the best player. Kind of like how we kept saying, we can't just keep holding on to uh, Bryce Harper. and We can't just keep holding on to um, who else was it? I can't remember. Somebody was the best um, third baseman. I can't remember who was. But, um, yeah. Bryce too nice. Nah. He's, nah. He get hurt too much. But to that point, Mike Trout, he about to keep on. And um, I still say Mookie is the best outfielder. 
it's some young guns coming up. And Roy is definitely coming up. He just got to stay healthy as well. But, um... So, yes. Shaking like a But, um... Yeah. Shout out to the AL West. I got to see a couple of teams from out there. I'm still going to the Angels game whenever Otani pitches after the All-Star game. And, um... I'm going to see the Astros. I did see the A's. Excuse me. Unfortunately, the Mariners and the Rangers don't come here this year. But uh, I would have actually gone to see all five of those teams. Got it. Um, Y'all already know. I didn't focus on the Yankees. The other team that I secondarily watch is the Braves. So. I was always going to be after Astros, man. Kept us from the ship. I can't let that go. I'm like the, I'm like the other baseball fans. <laughs> man. But the Mariners being good is something I like to see, though. Um, shout out to the Mariners. Uh, Mariners got good lineage. Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey. Um, Felix Hernandez. I just wish that um, Edgar they, Martinez. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, keep it going. They could Ichiro. Um, I wish they could have won with that group, but it's nice to see that group win because every time I see the Mar- Mariners, I think of those play. Oh, shout out to Justin Verlander too. I know he on the Astros or whatever, but bro, they're gassing it. At 38, I believe. So, you know, here's LeBron. Is he? <laughs> I mean, he was. I mean, I mean he's making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> My point was, you see that more often in baseball than you do in basketball. That was my point. Oh. More credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we saying. More credit to LeBron. Not really. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought I feel he like was... that was a bad analogy, more or less. <laughs> I mean, you said you see it more in baseball. So, I mean, LeBron doing what he's doing at thirty-eight is not. It's what you telling me you don't see often, right? Also, this is most NBA. people putting a billion dollars in their body, but that's not. This ain't even the NBA. I don't I don't care for anybody other than Verb. Let's keep it a bean. Um I like the Red Sox a little bit. Yeah. Um, I like I like I like Toronto. I think Bo's been playing pretty good. He's had a pretty good first half. Um, I don't think he'll want to go glove or anything, but he's definitely been having a hell of a first half. Um, it's kind of it's going to be interesting to see what teams hang on to it in the second in the second half. Shout out to the to the Red Sox. They found a way to bounce back. Like I said, a lot of teams started off shaky. They had to find their footing, but now they're tied for the last wild card spot with the Blue Jays. Um, that's going to be an interesting race. Um, the Rays 
um, somehow, some way, always find a way to be that consistently good team. They're like the they're like the Hawks and the Jazz. They're always good, but never good enough to actually win a championship. Um, well, I don't know because the Hawks and the Jazz never actually made it to the finals in recent times. So um, there's that. But <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to them. I feel like oh also shout out to the um the Orioles. They're also one of those teams that have found a way to put it all together. Um I've become a fan of John Means because he's a, a pitcher on my um my franchise. Um so yeah, they've actually won twelve, ten, eleven games in a row. Um they found a way to put it together and um, actually be buyers at the all-star break instead of I mean at the trade deadline instead of selling yeah shout out to them and speaking of that if we're on that we're gonna touch on the Yankees later but we did lose five or six games uh it's like a second or third time this season going on a five game losing streak or whatever while we um in the midst of winning winning like 12 straight games and stuff like that so i still feel we can win the division but i don't i i i'm not trying to get my hopes up because i feel this is a world series team there's no excuses for us not to be in the alcs but we got to keep having these we got to stop having these slumps and especially after the all-star game it's when we decide to have those slumps. Toronto is still a Toronto is still a team to be reckoned with. Tampa Bay is, you know, eh, but you know they can make a run at any time. Baltimore is dead in the water. Red Sox, I feel like, is dead in the water. But um, Yankees got to get right. I still feel we the best team in that division. Still the best in the AL. I can see that too though. I feel like really Before we move on to the NL, the wild card is well, the the Yankees, the Twins, and the Astros lead their divisions. Um, the only close one is the Guardians, two and a half, and the White Sox, three, back of the Twins. Um, and then the wild card, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and a tie with Toronto and Boston. And Cleveland... Baltimore, Cleveland's two back. Baltimore's is two and a half, tied with Chicago with two and a half, and the Rangers are five and a half. So I don't feel like they're out of it, but that's kind of a steep hill. Five and a half. AL East is more competitive than I thought. Yes, everybody in the AL East is five hundred. That's five. That's rare. It is. Somebody should tell um, Dave Roberts. 
because he thought that his division was the best. <laughs> but Dave Roberts just needs to shut up. That's my opinion on him. But since we brought up Dave Roberts, we can go out west. Um, the NL West braces right now the Dodgers, Giants, Padres, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, and uh, who else? Is Diamondbacks. Rockies Diamondbacks. Rockies Diamondbacks. I forgot the Rockies played in on the second. Um, yeah, we. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I honestly, I don't care as long as we match up with uh, Dodgers in the playoffs. I hate them. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I mean, it was close at one point. The um, the Padres were a, either a half game or one and a half game up, like three weeks ago. And then they went four and six in their last ten games, and the Dodgers went nine and one in their last ten games. So, yeah, that kind of—I know that's not three weeks, but that's kind of a snapshot of how that race got to how it got to. But um, yeah, it's pretty much a boat race at this point. The Padres are missing. Fernando Tatis and it's hurting them um, but like I said earlier um, you're not playing for divisions well every team isn't playing for divisions I should say um, so yeah yeah um, but shout out to Jock as well picking um, up the Dodgers I'm glad that whole situation with Freddie is over with now because it was awkward being at the game and uh, everybody still cheering for him every time he come up the bat. I'm like, bro, y'all know y'all know the team, right? Oh, no, I boo. I mean, that... No, eventually it was some boos. We told y'all that that was going to happen. Plus, it was the Sunday game, so... I'm just like, bro, I get it. This is y'all first time um, seeing him since... This is y'all first time seeing him since um, he left. And I get all that. At some point, y'all gotta realize you're on another team, and that's still the Dodgers. That's still the same team we had to beat to. Yes, we currently are the world champions, but that's still the Dodgers. Nine times out of ten, we're gonna match up with them in the playoffs. So, at this point, it's a rivalry. So we done matched up with them for the, what, the last four years in the playoffs. So, I hate them. It's probably I hate them more than I hate just about everybody else in our division. <laughs> if if it's anybody close, it would probably be Philadelphia. Yeah, that's just because they cheat. <laughs> and shout out to um, Joe Simpson. He reminded y'all that Alec Bone still ain't touched on play. He did not. Um, the Dodgers are ahead of front, the best in this division in the West. Um, I think the Padres could sneak in in a wild card, maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe the uh, not the 49ers, um, San Francisco Giants. Um, Colorado is an interesting team, but I think they are kind of too far back. But overall, yeah, this division is mostly LA. Um, I don't think they're a team that will make it to the World Series, even though they look like a World Series team. I still feel like they will find their way slipping against the the Braves the um, Milwaukee Brewers or the Cardinals I really do see that happening in the playoffs but it's um 
bullpen ain't nothing either. Yeah. And basically from the few games that I seen this season, like they can be beat. And like you said, their pitching isn't as weak as it used to be. So um but if we're going by just this division, of course they, they hands down came in the division. I like the Dodgers out west um, as my favorite, of course. But like Kevin was just saying, I do, I do think the Padres could stick in, um, depending on how well they play down the stretch. Um, and I wouldn't count out the Giants just yet, just because we've seen them do stuff like this before. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how how that gets down towards the end of the season. Big facts. Um, next up, uh, we got the Central. Yes, I know you're not supposed to overlook nobody, but the Central is big in the AL and the NL. <laughs> like, yeah. Even the year the Cardinals beat us, everybody, if you really watch baseball, y'all know we were fucking dead. Uh, we were supposed to win that series. We slimed ourselves that year. Because that was the year the National won in the World Series. And we haven't. But anyway, um, yeah. I don't really fear anybody coming out of this division. I mean, yes, it's the it's just the first half, but they've shown consistently that they don't want they ain't got no smoke over there for real. Uh I think Milwaukee's leading right now. Mm, yeah. And then, um St. Louis, and we should have we should have swept them. So I don't really see anybody over there um, that really won't get smoked. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I feel like the we're gonna find a way to win this division. I just don't trust Milwaukee's bats enough. Um, then again, it's not like Car- the Cardinals. Are just this great team. It's no. just that they're only two games back, and they just always find a way to go on that late season run, like last year when they won 13 in a row. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying they're gonna do that again, but I feel like they're gonna find a way to win this division. Um, but like Brendan said, I don't really fear either one of those teams, and neither in the Pirates, the Cubs, and the uh, Reds aren't even worth talking about. Um, but it would be pretty interesting seeing Albert Pujols get one last playoff series. Um, I agree. I think St. Louis going to win this division down by two games. Um, I don't think Milwaukee no pushover, especially if they do catch fire with the bats. But I do think St. Louis is going to win this division. It's just something about St. Louis baseball. They That's what they eat and breathe down there. And they're going to find a way even with out having the most talented team to be relevant and to find a way to make the playoffs or be in contention. And it would be great to see that man, Albert Pujols, in his career back with St. Louis in the playoffs. That's, that's, um, that would be a far way to go out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I agree with you guys on the Cardinals probably pulling this up. Um, but 
it'd be interesting to see what the Pirates do, um, honestly. Just because they're 12 games back doesn't mean that, you know, they're dead. Um, they're not the best team, but they're not the worst team either. They got to win on the road. They're 18-30 on in the away games. Amen. I would agree with you, but I think that they're one of those teams that's probably looking to sell at the All-Star break. It's not like with the Braves last year. I know a lot of people. I'm not saying that you're making that comparison, but I know a lot of people like to make that comparison. But I don't really, I don't really see their organization as a contending organization. Even though you're right, 12 games isn't necessarily out of it, especially in that division. But I don't really see them doing it. Hey man, Pat McAfee said that. Pittsburgh Pirates are the worst um, Major League Baseball organization. <laughs> Period. Granted, he don't watch baseball and he's from Pittsburgh. Amen. <laughs> Definitely everyone in the Brewers. You said what? They don't watch the last couple games against the Brewers. I mean, I can see them playing that Marlins role where they... Like, definitely. I mean, they're not gonna finish last. Right. They're, definitely, they're definitely gonna be a competitive team, but I just don't see them. They're one of those teams that has to win the division. Hey man, it's not like the Brewers and the Cardinals aren't those type of teams that get the shit up, anyways. Hey man, I'm not saying they. I, again, I'm not saying they, that they, they also don't have to win a lot of games. They can they they can win, stay steady, and then prey on the downfall of these two teams ahead of them, which I feel like. It's possible. See, I feel like they would have to to get a little bit better at the trade deadline, and I think that they're gonna take the opposite approach and get a little bit worse. But I mean, there's plenty of time. I, I mean, I mean hey, that's hey, the hey, thing about baseball. That's not what we're talking about. I mean, hypothetically, I know. But if we're talking about right now, their team, then no, I don't. I don't see them getting in. Oh, okay, well, that's great. Um, but what I was saying was, I feel like that they will still be a strong, a strong prospect to keep the division competitive. I didn't say that they were going to get in. I just said, oh, okay. game isn't a, a big feat. That's not something that, that's that's not no crazy. You know, twelve games they can still make a push and and, and make the Brewers actually work for that. Like the Brewers aren't just kicking back and chilling right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I said they can play the the Marlins, bro. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey man, I got something for you, Dave Robert. If we kick the bottom three teams out the division, um, the NL East is the best division in baseball. Since we just out here making stupid statements, anyway. Um, <laughs> um yeah. The NL East, in my opinion, is the best baseball. You know why? Because we win world championships over here. All right. But now, nah, since we out here giving shout outs to uh, PR teams, shout out to the Mets PR team, man. They convinced everybody that this year is going to be different because they did the exact same thing last year. Y'all went up at the All Star break last year and um, see how that turned out. So, I mean, at this point, I really feel like the Mets are going to win. It's not that. It, First of all, we don't even have our full team back. But yes, everybody has injuries, blah, blah, blah. But um, 
we've shown every every year around this time this is around the time we get hot so i mean everything playing by the same script Mets gonna fall off they probably gonna either um they probably gonna get one of the wild card spots but they're not gonna win the division i don't trust they um late year pick they do this every year that are the people on us about to take it to Atlanta in the first round of the home run derby, but I don't know what we're talking about right now. Um, yeah, they came to Atlanta, had a good little division. I mean, good little series here. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's the middle of the year. Nobody really cares about this. I feel like they feel like they accomplished more by winning that series than we did. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll see y'all when it really matters. August, September. That's the time of year when you don't get high. Y'all trying to figure out what y'all gonna do next year. So we'll see. Yeah, um This is interesting. I want all the smoke. Any Mets fan, what's happening, bro? We haven't really played well against the NL Central. We're 17 and 10 against the NL Central. The Mets are 10 and 4. Again, another year. That's true. We did go 2 and 2 against the Reds. My point is that. So, there's that. Um, But I was just looking at some of these stats. And um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people will watch baseball at the beginning of the season and then they'll turn it off for like a couple of months and then turn it right back on at the right before the all-star break and then they'll just stick with whatever narrative they had whenever they were still watching like the fact that y'all are still sticking with the fact that the Mets are the runaway favorite in the NL over the Dodgers some are saying like some some people are saying that the Mets are the favorite over the Dodgers. Like that is that is wild. I am completely unbiased. But if you saying that the Mets are the favorite over the Dodgers, you are like what are no, what are we even Dodgers talking about? Favorite. Like they don't their bullpen is not been healthy. I mean, because they have a much better offense. Though. So that's at some point you can just count on outscoring people. I'm not saying you can count on it every game, but maybe two out of the four. That's that's a realistic ask. But I mean, I feel like the Met, people say that that the Mets have done all of this without their players. Blah 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 blah. It's really just Degrom and Scherzer. Like we're overhyping the amount of injuries that they've had. Um, we. We've been without Soroka. Kirby Yates just started a rehab today. Um, Tyler Matzik was out. Kenley Jansen was out. Eddie Rosario was out. Ozzy is still out. Ozzy's still out. Roy was out the first month of the season. Like, come on, Ron. Michael Harris didn't come up to like May. May. Like the <laughs> end of May. Well, no, the beginning of May. Like that is like, come on, bro. Like this is wild. Y'all gotta stop this. We are one 
one behind them. Like, yes, we're two games behind in the division, but we've literally lost one get less game than them. Like, we've literally lost one less game than them. Like, we got to stop it. No, we've won less. We've won. They've won 56. We've won 55. Like, so we more games than them. Yeah. But they they got a double they got a double header today so I so mean, it might be tied by the end of the night. No, the best we could do is a half game back. If they lose both games and we win tonight, then we'll be a half game back. Uh, I don't think they're gonna lose both games. Yeah, they play the Cubs. There's <laughs> likely it, it's a high chance they win both of them. That's why I was looking at their um, central numbers. They were. Ten and four or something like that. No, it was. Yeah, we just left not so long ago. But yeah, the Mets are ten and four against the Central. We're seventeen and ten. So, I mean, it's not. I, I'm not saying that the Mets aren't a good team. I'm not saying they can't win the division. All I'm saying is this runaway narrative that they're the far away favorite to run away with the division and that this is a new Mets team and that the Mets aren't going to Mets this year and all that other stuff. Y'all got to cut that out. They don't even have the best first baseman in the division. I don't know what they got to do with anything, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. Is it my? Yeah, go. Okay. Um, I like how you plan out with the Mets and the um with the Braves. Uh, I think the Braves are um probably the best team in this division. The Mets probably have the best pitchers. Uh, um, the Mets probably have the best pitchers, but I don't think like uh, I think Brandy said. I don't think the. Um, the Mets would have enough to finish the season on top. And then the Braves started off like, what? They was below. It was below 500 by like, what, six, seven games at one point in the season, wasn't it? We didn't get to 500 until like the 10th or 11th game, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, like, so for the Mets, for the Braves to be going through all of that, and then at the halfway, at half, um, at the halfway mark, only Behind by one by one W and two two L's, that's scary for the Mets. And they're not even healthy all the way completely. That's scary for the Mets. So, um, and the Phillies, if Bryce Two Nights get healthy and they play consistent, they could find themselves in the wild card role. I'm not giving up on them. And I, no matter how much Bryce Harper get hurt, I I like how he plays. I like I I like what he brings to the game. And I root for him, even though I don't like the Phillies. So I will hope they get right. But other than that, um, this is a two-man, this is a two-man division with the Mets and the um, Braves. And yeah, I like, I like the the way the race is coming down. Like Kevin was saying, um, and I do feel like. I do feel like um, the Phillies may have a chance to um, make this race very interesting, but I don't think they'll 
there'll be any type of deciding factor uh, towards the final standings. Um, I feel like the Mets may burn out with with exhausting their pitching because that's what they really are relying on right now. Heavy. So um, it'll be very interesting to see how things turn out when we get Ozzy back and see what we do with Cano and you know see how all that works in jail. Yeah. Alright. Um, before we um, before we move on to the next one, the wild card for this division is the well, the Mets lead with the Braves two back, the um, Dodgers lead with the Padres nine and a half back. And the Brewers lead with the Cardinals two back. And in the wild card, the Braves and are six and a half up. The Padres are two and a half up. The um, Cardinals have the last wild card spot. And the Phillies are a half game back. The uh, Giants are one game back. The Marlins are only four games back. That's interesting. I did not know that. And the um, Kevin's point. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Somebody said that. The uh, Rockies are only six games back. Um, but keep in mind, um, Chris Bryant did miss a good chunk of the first half. So that's why they weren't as great as advertised. Mm. Yeah, my team to watch a couple of, I caught a couple of the games like minus the color wave you, you know they look good but like they're a fun team to watch I don't know I like the I like the which one you don't like the city jersey uh I'm talking about the Rockies in general I like all their jerseys oh I thought you said other than the color waves like, but I'm saying that other because you know some people just look at their jerseys be like they five and look at. Them. I'm saying like other than the colorways, like they're an interesting team to watch. They're a good team to watch. Now a lot of baseball teams aren't good to watch. They boring. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, I do like the. Yes, the Marlins. Like Every single one of their games be low scoring. I'd be like, bro, <laughs> they just struggle. They almost won last night, but they struggled and lost two to one. Exactly. Um, that being said, we're going to move on to GNS or BS. Um, the Knicks declined the Jazz trade offer for Donovan Mitchell. Um, what was the package before I um, say? Like six picks and four players. I mean, I'm one of those people who uh, see, probably believe that the Knicks gonna always Knicks until they stop Nixon. So, I mean, I don't think it necessarily would have made a difference. Like, <coughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the problem is in um, New York. I don't, I, I. I just don't. I don't know, man. I, I can't put my finger on it. They've had players. They've had good coaches they've had 
whatever and they still um they still go nick so i'm going with uh genius here on uh well i i guess i would say it would be bs but i don't know i don't think it would make a difference either way um, I'm gonna go genius. I feel like that's too much to give up for Donovan Mitchell. Um, he's a good player. I just feel like he's not worth all that. Um, I, I think it's BS. Um, the Knicks, you don't got no choice. You haven't got nobody good on your team in years. We all are 24, 25, 27, 28, respectively. Um, and none of us can ever sit here and say we watched the Knicks be good we can only say we seen Carmelo carry them to a first round exit that's all we can say we seen and Stephon Marbury we never seen the Knicks be good you're trying to gra- you, you gather all these picks you need to bring in somebody who's going to make a difference and Donovan Mitchell is an all-star player he's not super elite but he's far from trash and he definitely will get this team into a position where they can bring in somebody because nobody wants to be that dude who goes to New York and ends their career or go to New York and their career goes sideways because of all of the politicking and stuff like that. You need to start with somebody like Donovan Mitchell and bring him in. Let Donovan Mitchell do his thing and make the Knicks relevant again and have elite players look at it and be like, okay, D. Mitch went over there. He's doing his thing. The Knicks are better. And... I can go over there and play with him and we can win. Nobody, no KD, you're not finna go get a KD or LeBron or a Kawhi to come to New York. You're gonna have to show them that you changed the culture and the environment there. Them picks ain't doing nothing. It's one in it's one in a million chance you're gonna end up with somebody who's gonna be fired in the draft. Every year we have a draft, and every other year we talk about somebody from the draft, if that makes sense. Because not every draft, somebody gonna be fired. And that's the whole draft. It's only 450 spots, so pretty much the draft is only for three people, really. Mm. So when you look at it that way, when you look at it that way, the Knicks have to go, man, F them picks. Who said that? Who The the Rams said that. F them picks. Go get Donovan Mitchell. I'm not sitting here saying the Knicks going to Super, I mean, win the NBA Finals with that, but you need to make that move. You need to bring life into the city. You need to bring new energy to the city you need to just bring decency to the city and donovan mitchell would get you that now it's six picks a lot but yeah what were you gonna do with the knicks we already know y'all can't draft go get someone established um did they call out what players were in the package uh this just be donovan mitchell and straight picks no it's four it was six Picks and four players. Is it uh, for just them two mixed together? Oh, Ever Fournay and stuff like that. They're trying to keep everybody but RJ Barrett. They're trying to keep RJ Barrett. Mm. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't know. I can look it up while you're talking, but um, it, it wouldn't really matter for the case. Um, I feel like if if they didn't feel like he was worth it. I guess it makes sense. Um, like, what the hell is is he gonna do for you in the work that he has that he's done for Denver? I mean, not Denver for you. So, like, what has he done with the four that he's had? You'll be basically putting him in the same predicament 
by trading all his assets. So it's like, why do it? He showed that he's not the type to carry to a championship. So it's like, he needs help. So if you got to trade his help to get him, there's no point in doing that. Nah, if you could keep Randall and Barrett, you already got Brunson. That's enough. Fournay is inconsistent. He one minute, he really good. Next minute, he's trash. Nerlens Noel ain't, I mean, I'm not Nerlens Noel, but yeah, Derrick Rose he, not who's Derrick Rose. Were, I'm sure they probably had to trade them to get. Okay, y'all ready? Yeah. yeah. Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, and Miles McBride. Oh, yeah, get them out of there. But Mitch, get them out of there. Wait. Quickly's the only one I'd be like, maybe you should try somebody else. But everybody else, get them out of there. I mean, I mean, if you're saying that they keep in uh, Mitchell Robinson, RJ, and everything, I mean, I, I would probably. But it's like, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they still just think that like, that's not enough. Mitchell Robertson, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, and RJ Barrett, if he decides to learn how to go right, that team can make some noise. Not next year, but in about a year or two. What is the contract situation with Donovan Mitchell? He's 25 and he got three years left. But how much bread? How much was how much is it? Yeah, it's not a lot. I think he's still on like the rookie percent extension. Well, he signed the he signed an extension. Y'all keep talking, I'll look it up. I think, but it's, I don't think it's no max though, because nobody said anything about him. Yeah, he did sign him. He signed the max the same time Bam signed it. Yeah. Ah, so it was one of the rookie extensions. Yeah. yeah. And um, so why they said no? Five years, one sixty-three. He's there till twenty-five, twenty-six. That year, he's at twenty-eight. Um, twenty-eight last year, thirty. 32, 34, and 37. Hmm. I don't think that's that bad. Yeah. You already, already done gave Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. What did Brunson sign? He signed the max, right? Yeah. I think it was like 28 a year. It's like 100 and something else. I mean, I would have done it if, you know, look, if it didn't do anything to their cab, if it didn't, you know, like hurt their pockets too bad. But. That's the only reason why I would see that they turned it down. But I mean, I guess it would say Jake on that on that case. Jalen Brunson is four years, 104. 27 next year. Well, yeah, round up to 28, 26, 24, and 24. Well, kind of round up to 25 and 25. That's too much money for him. I, this should have been in the 17th. Um, next up, Mr. Aaron Judge, who, by the way, is the uh, home run leader at this point in the season with 31. Um, he is sitting out the home run derby. I think it's BS because um, they have, one, he played for the Yankees, and that's um, marketability. And they're, they're having such a problem, quote-unquote, marketing the game to a younger audience. Why not have one of your best players on your best team in the home run derby. I get it. You want to have that extra day off. But, I mean, at the same time, the whole purpose in the All-Star game is to broadcast your game on a nat- to a national audience. Most It's a lot of people who, myself included, usually only tune in to their team. Like, they're not going to watch. If, if we got an off day, I'm not watching baseball that day. Um, 
Yeah, so I tune into the highlights and um, check the scores, but I'm not going to sit and watch a whole game of a team that's not my team. That's just that just don't make sense to me unless it's like the playoffs or something but yeah um, my point being um, it's kind of like the the same thing they was making about LeBron and not being in the dunk contest he's one of he's the best one of if Aaron Jazz case he's one of the best players in the game he plays on um the most profitable team in the, in the country, I mean in the league. So it just, I mean, it, it just makes sense to me. But whatever. Shout out to Roy. He's gonna get this dub this year. Um, I'm gonna go genius. Um, I feel like one, he's one of those stars who's already past that point. That means to help sell the game, he already does a good enough job of doing that. He's not a big crowd. He doesn't actually say stuff. He's actually vocal. He actually helps sell the game. So I don't feel like this is one of those things. And plus, it's other young stars that are able to help sell the game. Um, one, you're getting the Corey Seager. He's a good, um, he's a youngish shortstop who. I mean, outside of the Dodgers and the few people that actually watch outside of their team that are in the World Series, not too many people know about him. Um, the rookie from Seattle, um, Kyle Schwarber, is one of those people that can help sell. He's um, he's a big name that kind of was big when he was a rookie with Chicago and then after they fell off not too many people kept up with him um so I feel like it's pretty good plus it's not like I was talking with Penny about this it's not exactly the same like she was saying why don't people have the same energy when you're in the um three point contest and then in this case the dunk contest it's not a different you don't dunk different and you don't shoot different for those competitions. You actually swing different. So, like, when you're going for a, a record, which um, Judge is, I get it. Like, why would I want to risk changing my swing when I'm trying to do something historic? So, I mean, I get it. Um, I mean, if you wanted to say that about Stanton, I wouldn't have as much pushback the only thing I would say is he's already done it so many times that at this point he has nothing else to add. But I mean, I I don't I feel like you're not your statements aren't necessarily wrong, but I feel like they're not applicable in this situation because of the other factors. But I do get where you're coming from. It does make sense. And I do like in a perfect world, yes, I would like to see Judge in the home run derby, especially with all these names. But um, I get why he's not doing it. Yes, I am genius. Um, I think it's genius as well. I agree with Jordan all the way. Um, one thing about the home run derby is they searching for home runs. They they swinging at all types of pitches. Doesn't matter if it's high. Doesn't matter if it's low. Doesn't matter if it's outside. They're 
the point of a home run derby is to get the ball over the fence no matter what. So it's not about technique and swinging. It's just about putting your putting your juices in your arms and swinging and getting the ball some contact to go over the fence. So for Aaron Judge, right now, we got too much going on. We're trying to get 65 home runs. We're trying to get a World Series. We don't get that. Man, not getting 65 home runs. Man, hey, not, sit, not playing in the home run derby can get better by chances against 65. I guarantee he go do that home run derby. He ain't even getting sixty two. <laughs> I'm sure they're just gonna stop pitching though. That's not how that works. Nah, they somebody going somebody got slip up. We ain't in the forty nine home runs. Huh? You gonna be mad? He finished with forty nine. <laughs> Man, if he finished with forty nine, boy, I might. Boy, <laughs> boy, I might go cut him, avoid his contract myself. Hey man, but I don't. I yeah, think this our year. Okay, last year was <laughs> and you before that. Every year is the Yankee year, man. Nah, the year before that. No, last year was the Braves year. I even told y'all that. Every year is the Yankee year. <laughs> <laughs> the Alabama. Hey man, let me live, man. Even Stan, but I would say I don't want Stan in it either. Stan got twenty home runs on the season so far. He's been playing decent so far. I don't want him going into the home run derby that he done did a bunch of times, messing up his swing. I'm more worried about him than I am Judge. Because he's going to be the key to us winning the World Series. I feel like... Oh, my bad. Thank you. Oh, real quick. I feel like the story, to Brandon's point, the storyline of Pete Alonso probably becoming the first player to hit men to win three straight Albert Pujols in his last one. Whether I feel like he should be there or not, I feel like that's that's kind of the storyline that can replace an Aaron Judge or even the Shohei Otani last year. Isn't Vlad in the home run derby? No, no. I feel like that was one of those. But I mean, he's done it. A, I want to say twice, but I know he did it last year. So. That's oh, interesting. I thought he was in. It's on you. Uh, um, Bro. Oh, okay. Um, I like what you guys are saying, um, and it makes a lot of sense. Anyway, um, and I wouldn't do it if I was um, with a stand. Judge. Judge. Oh, yeah. The shit bag. I mean. I mean, you can do both. <laughs> um yeah you know i'm only a stand friend but nah judge judge if he's if he's really chasing something historical and he really wants to do that like um the best way you can do that is preserve your body and i mean competing in weak ass competitions that don't really do anything to your status because of like jordan's already said he's already made a name for himself and even so it'll probably be more stand jerseys i mean judge jerseys out there than anybody, regardless he's in the home run derby or not. Um, so I feel like him sitting out definitely shows that he's all in for the Yankees um, and for himself at least. I mean, I like it, and I do that Albert Pujols and the Roy storyline as well. Um, I think uh-huh. Roy storyline will be a big part of this uh, this weekend as well, or. Well, this all-star week um 
Yeah, and I like I like uh, players like Kyle Schwarber uh, being. I think I think it actually um, kind of refreshing because you can still have the conversation of what if with Judge and still enjoy the actual storylines that's still going to take place and play out that we'll actually be able to see. Cool. It'll be one of those stories that we tell in the, you know, 20 years down the road, like, dang, Judge, Judge probably would have hit 65 on ones in the whole under. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he wasn't trying to, so it'll be, it'll be cool, you know? I think it's a smart decision, a genius decision. Before we get off of baseball, Will had just sent something to us that yeah, we're gonna get to it. Okay, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. Like Molly, are you good? <laughs> what say? Um, more baseball. Um, they they're predicting that Pete Alonso is gonna go. Um, he's gonna be the first time, three time champion of the um. Home run derby? Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. He, he got he matched up with Roy in the first round. It's all good though. It's all good. Where OS went is um he missed the first month of the season, and now it's time for him to get hot so we can use the All Star game at the spring board. Let's go. Shout out to Roy. Even though it's gonna be a low scoring um, pitchers do it like it always is. That's why I don't like watching the All Star game. It's like, bro. Y'all really just showing off pictures at this point. Cause this this is stupid. But whatever. Um I don't think it's BS. I mean I don't think it's BS or genius to pick him. Um to win. But since I'm not picking him, I'm gonna go with BS. Um I think he has the potential to win the first round, even though obviously I don't want him to I want Roy to win. But he has a home run derby swing. But I feel like the fact that he's going up against Roy in the first round, they're gonna be battling. And I feel like Corey Seager is gonna have a quick round against um, Julio Rodriguez from the Mariners. So I feel like um, Seager is going to be a little bit more rested um, and we'll be able to outlast him and get to the finals. But I wouldn't be surprised if he made it to the second round. I wouldn't be surprised if he lost in the first round. Obviously, I'm hoping he loses in the first round. Um, but yeah, I also wouldn't be surprised if he won it. Um, like I said, he has a home run derby swing. Um, I think that the Kyle Schwarber and Juan Soto matchup in the second round, if it comes down to that, um, I think, like I said, would probably tire each other out. And by that time, whoever's left would win. Um, So, yeah, I feel like all of those that are in the making. But yes, if I had to pick somebody, no, I wouldn't pick Pete Alonso. I would pick the field. Uh, I am also going with the field. I'm picking my boy Stanton to win. Okay. Mm, not in it. Stanton isn't the home run dub, is he? No. I yeah. got an alert saying that he was in it. No. Um, I just had it earlier. Hold on. 
So did he back out? I, I know I got an alert. I don't have the thing on my phone, but. Hey, man. I'm telling you, they probably all in for the Yankees this year. I, I, if, that, if that's the script, I want it. Kyle Schwarber is the one seed. Um, Pete Alonzo is the two seed. Kyle, Corey Seager is the three seed. Juan Soto is the four seed. Jose Ramirez the fifth seed. Julio Rodriguez the sixth seed. Ronald Acuna Jr. the seventh seed. And Albert Pujols the eighth seed. Oh, okay. So with that list, I'm going with either Roy to win his first uh, home run derby or um, Juan Soto, who I shouted out in my song, Foreign Dreams. Um, he he got a stick on him. He he can definitely send that out the yard. So I root for Juan Soto. Huh. <laughs> what? Earl? I don't um, Earl. I'm definitely going <laughs> with the field. Uh, it definitely might be rather... I have it coming down to Roy and Soto in the last, as the final two. Um, but I have Roy winning it. But I definitely can't confidently say that. Part of, oh, you said what? Oh no, I was saying, but I just can't, I just can't see Pete winning with with the way the field's looking this year. It's a lot. Go ahead, man. Oh, part of me would love to see that. But um, I just I feel like I don't know. I just want Juan Soto to lose in the first round as well. But why? Because <laughs> I love they always pit them against each other. So, I don't Who know. Juan Soto and Roy? Yes. Hey, they do remind you of each other. They do. They came in the same year. So I mean, I I knew I who Juan Soto him. was before I even seen. Yeah, I mean he's a cool player. I don't hate him. I just I would I don't want him to win. I definitely give you that. Yeah, he gotta win. He gonna bring my my lyrics to life for real. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. I hear stuff off the field like a one Soto. You know, for your sake, I hope at least he at least makes it past the first round. Yeah, because then I ain't, then they're gonna be like, ah, oh, this is who you rapping. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm, I think it'll be definitely a nice, nice little bracket. I like the way it's set up. You got Schwarber versus Pujols in the first round. I'm excited. Did we skip the All Star game? Mm-hmm. The All Star game? Yes. The the um, it's in the pick the end. Oh, not the end. No, it's not. I know, but it was a lot going on up there. So, it's, um, what's the last segment we do before we pick the end? Pick the end. I mean, segment I... before pick the end. Penalty kick. Fight back. Oh, penalty kick. Yeah. Um, speaking of Juan Soto, that man said he not going back to the Nationals. He declined a 15-year, $444 million contract. I mean, they're not trying to do nothing anyway. So They said they got their World Series. They don't care about none of that. So, they probably just want to go to the Dodgers. Um, they, 
gonna be able to offer him more. Uh, or um, I don't know though. He played right field. They gonna give up Mookie for him? Mookie. Come to New York. We can. I see. I outfield is interchangeable. Boy, if he go to New York, do it. Plays right field, Kevin. I'm gonna say. I said it's interchangeable. You can put him at left. We can move. I mean, you can move one. One the center really because he's faster than Stanton and Judge. You can put him at center, and you still got Stanton and Judge. Man, nobody want to see that outfield. He a copycat Roy if he go to center. He yeah. is. Roy's better though. Exactly. I think he know that. <laughs> is it? And I definitely feel like it might spark the storyline for Atlanta versus the Yankees in the World Series, and I definitely would love to see the Braves and the Yankees. Bruh, I need the Braves and the Yankees not just because of the love we both have. We have for those teams. It's just that is that is a that is great for Nash. I'm dying for that World Series, man. Like, yeah. Oh, the shot about how, um, just like we didn't get the LeBron and Kobe um, finals. Some, yes, bro. Somebody did their part. Somebody did their part. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, he, he did face Dwight Howard at that time. Oh, like, it was no joke. Anyway, we move. <laughs> um, I feel like shout out to Juan Soto. Um, I feel like a lot of people, including Mike Trout, like to just sign for the bag and then just get mad when they don't win. But he said, "No, I don't. I don't care that y'all are offering me all of this money. I want to win. I want to go to a situation where I can actually compete. I don't want to just waste my career." Um, so shout out to him um, I don't really know where He plans on going I don't want to waste time speculating a trade Because I feel like Wherever he gets traded to He's going to leave in free agency I don't feel like It's a guarantee But I do feel like It's probably going to be more of the Manny Machado Trade than But what if he said he want to come to Atlanta Huh? What if he say he want to come to Atlanta? What? I mean, do are we trading for him though? Yeah, I would. I mean, I Ooh. would, but I mean, I'm trade. not saying that. I'm not saying that we shouldn't, but I feel like prospects and Eddie can slide through. To be honest, I mean, we don't. Have I'm not saying that. that. I'm not saying that we shouldn't trade him because I don't know what they're asking for, but I would assume they would be asking for more from a division rival than they wouldn't. So, hey man, they could be the Marlins. Who knows? Again, I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to. It could be the Marlins. (laughs) What is the Marlins? They gave Adam Duvall for a bag of chips. No, but they accepted basically, kind of Solaire in return years later, though. They did, but like, I mean, after he won the World Series and he uh, won the World Series MVP, they had to pay him more than um, we we would have had to pay for Adam Duvall at um, market value. Duvall's not a Duvall's not a bad player. I'm not saying that he's bad, but I much rather have Juan Soto, who is another left-handed power bat in our lineup, which we don't have. We have one and a half. 
I mean, I'm not saying that we it do. would be a bad dream. All I'm saying is, I don't, I don't really want to get in the business of speculating trades. All I know is, I feel like he's gonna be one of those players that is gonna be a Manny Machado type trade. I don't, I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but I feel like the fact that he's turning down guaranteed money multiple times I just think he wants to see what's out there um, so I feel like he's a good player and I feel like there are a lot of teams that could use his um, services I would prefer go, <coughs> excuse me I would prefer him to go out of the NL um, possibly to like the twins or somebody I think that that's a team that could be building but then again, if that happens, that would probably entice Carlos Correa to stay, and we couldn't get him to replace Dansby. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things that I think is interesting. I just wanted to say the shout out to him. I'm I'm proud of him for wanting to compete instead of just um, settling for the biggest paycheck. Even though I do feel like wherever he goes, he's going to get paid. Um, my bad. This is why I don't be in a group chat. This right here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. With that being said, we're going to move on to our penalty kick segment. Um, this is our rapid fire segment. Um, Austin Riley was named player of the week. At this point, at the recording of this podcast, he has 26 home runs. And he still ain't an all-star. Some, hey, man, that's politics for you. Because um, there's no reason... Um, Nolan Arenado and uh, who was the other uh, third baseman all-star? Yeah, my point exactly. Sometimes it'd be about names. And, um, I mean, Manny Machado deserved to be there. I feel like Arenado did. That's, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to Austin Riley. He's been balling. Even though, even though that era is the reason why we didn't beat the Dodgers, but Hey, other than that, he has been balling. Yeah. I won't say the reason. I'll say the latest reason. But um, it's not about what what happened, it's about when it happened. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like a collection of things happened. Yeah. But um Yeah, I feel like this is I had a post on Facebook about this day. It said Austin Riley doesn't get the credit he deserves and it's a shame. And then he won player of the week. But um yes, like Brendan said, he's um doesn't have he didn't make an all star for the second year in a row. I feel like he should have made it. Um But he had he went thirteen for twenty nine. That's four forty eight. Um Three doubles, three home runs, and eight RBIs in seven games. Um, 
He's 282 on the season with 26 home runs, 60 RBIs, and two steals. And um, everybody's favorite, all the voters' favorite stats, he's played in 90 out of 92 games. So, um, I don't I don't know. I don't get why he's not getting the love he deserves. But um, maybe he can pull a tipper and win an MVP after not making an All-Star game. That was his case last year, too. Yeah, and he should have won it. But uh, shout out to Austin Riley. Uh, he do be doing this thing. I do see he don't get it. Like he don't got like the kind of personality or the name in the league to get his respect. But I never seen him like perform what bad. So shout out to him. Okay. <clears throat> Jesus. Um, my bad. I was reading back through the group chat. Uh, what was the second? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm gonna let Jordan explain this. A little bit confusing. Yeah. Um, Josh said that he could cook Jordan. Um, I don't feel like I feel like this is one of those things that since we're in July, people need something to talk about. If you actually watch the um, the interview with Taylor Rooks, he was talking about how he liked the style of... He wanted to play in that era because he liked the style of play and how they were actually physical. And then Taylor Rooks said, I noticed you didn't say you would cook um, Mike. What would anybody say? What would anybody say after that? The natural reaction would be to say, yeah, I would cook Mike too. And then when she pushed back and said, so you would cook Mike too, huh? He said, well, that's just the confidence I would have. If he really meant it, he would have said, yes, of course, I would have cooked Mike. Yes, of course, that's what I would do. But no, I feel like it's one of those things that people needed something to talk about. And I mean, it's cool. I get it. It's July. We need, we need things to talk about. But no, I feel like it was blown out of proportion. Um, I agree. I feel like if you watch any Taylor Rooks interview, that's what Taylor Rooks do. She throw like she ask people what's your top five or who you who you more like who you like or who you feel like this da 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 da. Give me your top five or whatever. And then she, when the player or the athlete starts saying the name, she'll just start throwing out names and then pressing them to add that name. Like, she does that a lot. So you kind of got to watch the interviews that she have to understand. That's what she kind of do. She kind of just kind of like force feed things and, and to push for a reaction. And if anything was taken out of that interview, I would say it was it would have been the part where he was talking about Golden State and how he reacted to them talking about them after they won the championship because we all know that was cap but they made this part um bigger than what it is he ha- he's supposed to have confidence i mean like i feel like if he did play against jordan he would do well i mean i won't he would have highlights will i say he beat jordan no but i i see Ja play now and i seen jordan um I think Ja would do pretty well. Ron Artest was just on IM Athlete. It said a 15-year-old LeBron was playing 
pretty well against him and Michael Jordan and, and runs. So I, I, I believe a season John Morant can perform well against Michael Jordan. Do you know who Daryl Griffith is? Uh, he used to play for the um, the Jazz. He um, mm. he points, three rebounds, two assists on his career. In his career, pretty respectable. Mm-hmm. But um, this man dropped forty points against Michael Jordan. So let's not act like that's not something that can actually happen. <laughs> yeah, come on. Like, it happens. It they're NBA players for a reason. I feel like people sometimes forget that. Like if you're not the KD, the LeBron or whatever, you're just just another guy. And just like any Joe Blow is comparable to you. Like no, you're in the lead for a reason. Like I said earlier in the show, it's 450 spots. It was 450 of the greatest players on earth. Hmm. Let's go, man. Um, Lamar Jackson recently got into a Twitter spat with a uh, former Raven, Bernard Pollard. Yeah. Um, to me, it just sounds like. Pollard was hating him, bro. Like, he just said, he basically said, uh, no top receiver will want to go play with the Ravens. But they're run first offense. Why would, bro, why would you want to go as a receiver? That's like wanting to go to Georgia Tech when they win the triple option. That, you don't go there as a, a top receiver unless you're Calvin Johnson. Um, I'm, I'm still reading through the tweets. Um, but basically, yeah, Paula would hate him. I'll let you go first, Jordan. He, he said that um he said that uh Lamar is a top ten talent, but he's not a top um he's not a top or top ten quarterback. And he basically using all the same tired um talking points that the media's been using. My point is, bro, his best receiver is a tight end, bro. What are you talking about? Um, the whole Lamar can't make the throws thing. They don't even, bro, they're a run first offense. You know that. You play there. My thing, like, whatever. But uh, with that being said, um, yeah, bro was just hating for no reason. This just came out of nowhere. I don't really care. Um, like I said, it's July. Um, I feel like uh, what was I about to say? Oh, I mean, I don't feel like it's a lie. Like there's literal evidence that receivers didn't want to go there. Kenny Galladay didn't. Kenny Galladay chose Daniel Jones over there. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster went back to Baltimore. I mean, not back to Baltimore. Went back to Pittsburgh. T.Y. Hilton went back to Indy. Granted, none of those teams are, I mean, none of those players are great. And like I said, you're going to have to overpay to take somebody out of their comfortable situation, come to your situation. A million dollars extra is not enough to make them 
come to your team. But the point is, they did take less to go back to their team um, instead of coming there. So, I mean, whether it's a lazy narrative, false narrative, whatever you want to call it, there's still evidence to it. Um, uh, Hollywood did leave him to go play with Tyler. Whether it's the system, whether it's him, whether it's, he did, but he asked for a trade. Whether that's the system, whether that's him, any of that, um, that's that's part of it. Like you can't just can't just say I ah, don't don't pay attention to that. That don't count. Like, I I get it, but at the end of the day, I don't really. Care. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, shout out to the media. They finally learned that players can use Twitter what Twitter is made for. Not evil if you use Twitter. Um, to me, to me it's a big deal because I, everybody knows I'm I'm a Ravens fan and I'm a big Lamar fan. And what I'm about to say is not even including my love for the team or for him. It's just, I'm simply tired of it. And I think Lamar going back at Pollard shows he's tired of it because Lamar never really got on Twitter. He never got on Instagram, he never got on social sites and responded to the criticism and stuff like that. He just kept putting his head down, doing what he do. But I guess at this point, I think if if you, if you really know what's going on and watch it, what you saying, Jordan, is true. But at the same time, like, enough is enough like brandon said it's a run first offense you're not coming to baltimore to be in no spread matthew stafford type offense you wasn't even finna be in that when joe flacco was there let's be real you not we wasn't finna be in that oh that lamar can't make the throws that's inaccurate i watched the ravens if you watch the ravens you know our best our best receiver is a tight end but if you watch the routes he plays receiver basically he just releases at the tight end position Lamar makes all the throws to him. He he goes over a thousand yard, a thousand plus yards. Um, even Hollywood was going over a thousand plus yards. And all it is, oh, Hollywood did want to leave. He asked for a trade because the Ravens told him they wasn't finna pay him. Why? Because he's top five in drops. Mo, look at the highlights. Perfect dimes to Lamar to Hollywood that he dropped. I sent one in the group chat the other day. If y'all ain't see it, that's what I'm saying. All it is, Lamar can't make the throws. He can definitely make the throws. He makes the throws to the people who can catch it. And so far, we only have one. Now, next year, we're, I mean, this upcoming year, we got Rashad Bateman coming up. Hopefully, he stay healthy and he um become my deep threat. And then he can open up the playbook. But the narrative, I think Lamar is tired of it. Everybody, and like, I'm tired of the narrative because it's like, Watch the games. He win games and he make throws. Like, stop hating on this dude. Now I'm looking at top tens of NFL lists and stuff, and they got Dak Prescott over him, over him, Deshaun Watson over him. And I love Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Watson haven't played in a year. And for my last thing, I know Deshaun Watson don't have an MVP. They got Matthew Stafford over him, and Matthew Stafford just had some success this year. Like, it's, it's certain stuff like that. Like, I can see why people, like, he snapped back at Pollard, like, cause it's just like at this point, it's just disrespect. Mm. I mean, all of that could be true, and I've said for a long time, Greg Roman is probably more of the issue, but that doesn't make what was said not true. 
but yeah, but from a grain of salt from the person that has, who hasn't read a single tweet, doesn't really care about this. I, but but what you're saying though is is technically right. It's just the narrative <laughs> they push behind it. You know how you can have something, you could be saying the right thing, but the way you delivering it or the way they pushing behind it, the reasons behind it, it's not right. And I feel like they saying, oh, no receivers want to come there because Lamar can't make the throws. That's inaccurate. Receivers not coming there because it's it's pretty much known what that offense is going to be, and that's not even Lamar control. They telling the receivers what it's going to be. Yes, and for that, that's their problem. Yes, so don't blame. That's what I'm saying. Like, just don't sit there and try to make it seem like Lamar Mud and that Prescott can make all the throws better than Lamar Jackson. Man, get out of here with that. Hey man, it's some wild stuff on the internet, bro. Um, but uh, quick run back to baseball. The Yankees have um. Lost four of their last five games. Oh, they lost last night. Yeah, five of their last six games. But, but now they cruising into the um, what do you call that thing? The All Star break. They need that break. It happens. Happens to the best of us. Um, I don't really. I mean, granted, it is all about when you win and lose. It's more about when you have your win streaks. Um, in baseball, but I'm not putting too much stock into this. It's um, we haven't. Well, we're a little bit past halfway through the season, but we still got close to um, a little less than. Well, I know the Braves have 30 home games left, so we still have that many amount of games left. So they'll be fine. They're still gonna win that division. Um. You said it happens to the best of us. Could you imagine being a team that has lost? Shoot, let me look. Um, five in a row. Man. No, can't say we've done that last year. <laughs> did we do that last year? I don't think we did. No, no, we did not. I'm not going to bore you guys with two years ago, but... Uh, can't imagine a team four four games in a row we lost four against um started with chicago to toronto and then there was another one that started with philly then we got swept by the marlins so yeah i mean that's close enough i guess i'll give you that but we haven't even lost three in a row since um september last year september um September 17th, well, 15th, 17th, and 18th. That was a four-game stretch. So, yes, that was our latest. Started with Colorado um, into San Francisco. But point is, no, I can't I can't relate to this. The champions playing champion baseball, we, we just don't, we don't do more than two-game losing streaks around here. I can't can't relate to that losing life uh, I can but I see <laughs> when the, but we gonna be alright hopefully we just get it's just a it's a long season man it's a long season and like we are a strikeout home run team so we had a moments where we just be slumping 
just hopefully we just get right when it's playoff time. Which I'm sure we will. Gary Cole gonna come up clutch too. Yeah, I mean, y'all are a good team. I feel like, um, yeah, like Brendan said, y'all are just trying to get in cruise control. I would probably want to snap it, probably win these last two games against the Red Sox, but who knows? Who cares? Yeah, division uh, games, we got to take them serious. Yeah. A bonus genius. I mean, a bonus penalty kick. Roy isn't in the lineup. Dansby is leading off again. Probably just a rest game. Ah, well, um, to pick the end in this week's question is, what is your dream team of current MLB players? I guess I'll go first. Um, first base, I'll go um, Mr. Olsen. Uh, second base, Ozzy. Shortstop, I'm going with... Um, don't want to go. But I'm just taking our whole infield at this point. Um, our, I, you said, well, my outfield, I'm going to go Roy, um, Judge, and Trout. And then my starting pitcher, I'm going with uh, Max, closing pitcher. Um, I'm not going with Kenley because boy, 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 boy. Um, Chapman, I'll go with Chapman. And my two utility bets, I'm gonna go with uh, they can be anybody, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll go with uh, Stanton and Shohei. Um, First off, I'm definitely not letting the Rogers Chapman nowhere near my team. That man is thinking it up. That man, that man, uh, he's definitely close. I feel like he's been leaning on that um, that one year with the Yankees and overlap with the Cubs. But other than that, he's not been good. But my list. Um, where is it? Catcher, I'm gonna go with. Uh, where is it? Oh, um, JT Real Muto. I went back and forth between him and Will Smith, but um, I value a little bit more speed, so I'm gonna go with Real Muto. First baseman, Goat. Matt Olson. No, I'm just playing. I'm gonna go um, Pete Alonzo. But um, second, Ozzy. Third, Arenado. Shortstop. Perea, left field Mookie, center field Trout, right field um, Roy, DH Aaron Judge, um, Vlad Jr. as my first, and George Springer as my second. Um, Walker Bueller as my pitcher, and Josh Hayden. I'm going to I'm start the outfield first. I'm going to go in left Stanton. 
center trout right judge. Then first I'm gonna have Freddie. Second I'm gonna have Izzy. Third I'm gonna have Manny. And shortstop, I couldn't figure out who did I want at shortstop. And um, I couldn't figure out who I wanted at shortstop. But my DH, I got Bryce too nice. Um, utility hitters, Chisholm Jr. and um, Micah Harris. Starting pitcher, um, Otani. Catcher, um, Yann, uh, Yadier Molina. And my closer, um, buddy that y'all had last year with that one World Series. So Oh. Closing pitching. Yeah, so you did. I closed my ass. Mm-hmm. From last year? Yeah. You want this year's version of Will Smith? And boy, that boy. You have Will Smith as your closer? Yeah. This year's version or last year? Last year. I mean, y'all act like Will Smith wasn't bad in the regular season last year as well. He he showed up in the big moment. I want exactly. that. I, I want him. I want that Will Smith. <laughs> y'all act like Craig Kimbrell wasn't bad in the regular season. What? Act like Mariano Rivera didn't have bad stretches. Of course. Hey man. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Y'all don't y'all y'all like that Chisholm pick though. Jazz at what? As my one of my utility hitters. Oh. Not bad. I mean, yeah, I I kind of did more of a. I was doing more of a team build. I was trying to get players that could play more positions. That's why I went with Glass. But I do like Jazz as well because he can play multiple positions. Multiple positions as well. I didn't know what to put at shortstop. He could be my shortstop. He plays second. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I would rather have him at shortstop than Ozzy. He got a strong arm. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a nice lineup. Freddie, Ozzy, Manny, Chisholm, Stan, Trout, Judge, and Bryce. With Michael Harris as the utility. Michael Harris was one. Who was the other? It was Chisholm, but I put Chisholm as my shortstop. Okay. So who's that one? Um, mm, Vlad. Okay. And before we get out of here, um, breaking news again just dropping. We just decided to record while all the news is breaking. Austin Riley was added to the All Star game. Let's go! Um, it doesn't really say who he was replacing. I would assume it would be Manny Machado if he's not healthy. But um, they added three players. He's Riley is replacing Arenado. Um, so yeah, I guess Arenado is hurt. But he should have beat him out in the first place. Okay, no rat cat. Ah. That concludes another episode of your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. Always remember that I am one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all those social media sites at Rob was there. And I was indeed there. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kevo. 
and be on the lookout for me and at kid new mixtape sharp violence i mean sharp dialogue blunt violence on the way <laughs> yes sir <laughs> this is jordan you can follow me on um twitter at not i'm sorry you can follow me on twitter at this underscore guy 11 instagram this <laughs> underscore this guy 11 you can follow will on twitter at not even underscore earl can follow me on Twitch at Mr. Still Your Wi-Fi. I don't think there are any underscores. So oh, let me man. check. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, follow me. Uh, Mr. Still Your Wi-Fi. Um, no, there is an underscore. Mr. Underscore Still Your Wi-Fi on Twitch. Um, Jordan took an L on me on Twitch. I did. I lost the cabinet. That man, Steph... <laughs> finally decided he wanted to show up in the fourth quarter but um <laughs> I've um I streamed that game I had the Grizzlies he had the um the Warriors clearly because Steph Curry showed up in the fourth quarter <laughs> um I I played Brandon he had the Braves I had the Dodgers I got slime bro <laughs> he did get slime a couple um, times I've been playing my franchise. I had the Braves. We're in the second year. We won the World Series the first year off stream. We decided to stream select games of the redemption running it back season. Um, silently going for five. Showing that we ain't. We don't need five. We going for championship number five without five. We don't need no five. But um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm probably I did the home run derby earlier. Probably do an all-time home run derby with all the top eight home run hitters of all time. I might do a Angels rebuild. Might do some Madden stuff. Who knows? I'll get into a bunch of different things. But um, yeah, follow me on Twitch, Mister Underscore Studio Wi-Fi. Follow Will on Twitch, Big Will Zero Zero Five basically pretty much the same thing he has the Braves um, franchise he's got going on a bunch of different stuff Fortnite other games that he plays as well so yeah follow us We're trying to get it up and with all that being said make sure you guys are being safe out here washing your hands always always uh, is a word Jordan's supposed to say. Oh, lavate los manos. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that blows mano. And remember, Black Lives Matter. Always, always. See, Don't fall for it. I heard always. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall for the agendas being pushed out here. Never. <laughs> and with all that being said, go gay. Roll tide. Roll tide. I know that one. I know that one. Brankies. Let's go, Hawks.